Um, to start off, as a Secretary of Health and Human Services, can you define for this committee what is a man? You're looking at one. Great. So you are a man. I like that. Can you tell me, can men get pregnant? Uh, unless you know something I don't, uh, I think the answer is pretty obvious. What is that answer, sir? I'm asking you, is there something you know that I don't know that would say that a man... Well, I'm asking what you know. Can men get pregnant? I'm not aware of it. Okay. Well, um, Mr. Secretary, materials coming from your department, you've referred to mothers as, as birthing persons, replacing that title with... Are, are mothers not persons? Mothers are persons, but it seems to be more inclusive, like you're trying to include another gender in that. I'm all about inclusion, Congressman. There you go. Um, so, well, you know, just as a mother of four boys, um, I'm not necessarily offended at that. I am a person, um, but it's just unscientific and absurd. Um, How so? To include men in that, if you're going to Person? be inclusive, if you're going to be inclusive in birthing persons, yes. Well, well, but but it seems to me that you're trying Let's back to up. Can, reclaiming my time. Can men get pregnant? Then we don't need to include them in this. Mothers are mothers. Hi-yow! Info Ninja. Friends, countrymen, longtime listeners, lend me your ears so I can welcome you back to the dojo for the 100th time. Yeah, baby. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That's right. You heard correctly, folks. This is our 100th episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's a milestone. That is a big accomplishment. Like less than 1%, I'm making that up, less than 1% of podcasts reach this level. I do know that the statistic is most shows stop after the sixth or seventh episode. They, they don't make it any further past that because it's a lot of work. It's not just the prep you, you do and the performance that you do, but it's the follow-up. It's the editing. It's the distribution. A lot of work goes into it, and people get these dreams, these podcast dreams, and people come to me all the time, the ones that know that I do a show, and they say, man, I'd love to do that. I want to get the equipment. I want to do this. I want to do that. And when I start to list off all the things they're going to need to purchase and the things they're going to need to learn. Usually by the end of that list, their dreams have been dashed. And I don't want to dash their dreams. I encourage them and I have helped several people develop their shows, but it does take a lot of work. And I'm not saying this to brag, but I am darn proud of making it 100 episodes that I think the show is finally hitting its stride right now. I feel like we're doing the best stuff we've ever done. And it's just a matter of time, baby. It's a matter of time until we are out doing CNN. We are out doing Fox. Yeah, I know I'm dreaming big right now. I know I sound crazy, but how do you think Tucker Carlson started? How do you think Rush Limbaugh got his foot in the door? How do you think the Daily Wire came to be? It was because someone started a show, started a movement, started doing something and didn't give up. And that's exactly what we've done. We've started something and we're not giving up. The Info Ninja is really its own thing. It can be anything. It's all our show. We all share it and we need to drive it by sharing it with others. So please, this on our 100th episode, our centennial episode, baby, please take a moment to say thank you to me by sharing the show with someone. Hi, yow. You the best he bitch in my man stable. I had two more manginas like you, I'd be a millionaire. So they finally figured it out. They have hacked the system. They can now have a banana and a cucumber make a muffin. That's right. They have gotten to the bottom of dude's bottoms. They have cracked the code on getting the torpedo and the javelin to make a cherry pie. 
gay dudes can now get pregnant. No, dudes cannot get pregnant, but apparently two men can now make a baby. They have they have finally hacked the system scientifically where two men, their two sperms can now produce a child where that child is related to both of the men. So two men technically now can have a baby. Thank you, 2023. This is kind of a a big story that isn't getting any attention. So, you're welcome. But at the same time, I'm not sure this is a good thing. And and quick disclaimer here. I have friends that are gay. Quick disclaimer here. I, I don't care if you're gay. That's between you and the Lord. You work it out. I don't know what the rules are, but I do know that this is kind of like taking God's job away from him. And I don't think that's actually ever going to be able to come to fruition. I will get to that in a moment, but this is very interesting, at least the the science that is behind this. But in a way, it's kind of screwing the whole gay thing up, isn't it? Gay people for a long time had really been hacking the system. First case in point, marriage. For the longest time, you didn't have to get married. Your partner could not pressure you into marriage. Sorry, Frank, I love you, buddy, but it's just not legal. Susie says to Cindy, I would love to gay marriage you, but gay marriage can't happen. And then wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it became legal and you screwed yourself. Now you got to get divorced. Now you got to deal without having sex and arguing all the time. You screwed yourself. You didn't have to deal with marriage. Now you do. I'm sure there were a lot of gay people out there that were like, stop, don't do this. We do not want marriage to be legal. You don't understand. We've been hacking the system and now you're screwing us. It must be the new gay. The, the new gay movement, you guys made it so popular, you lifted up that community so much that you had a lot of new gays that came in and screwed you over on the marriage thing. So congratulations, that one's gone, and now the baby thing's gone forever. It's like, Frank, I'd love to have a baby with you. Bob and Frank, you know, they've been together for years, old gay couple. I'd love to have a baby with you, but, you know, we just can't do it. It's biology. It's not going to work. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's not the case anymore. Now you got to have that baby. Now you're going to have to deal with having that baby you don't want to have, waking up in the middle of the night, changing diapers. This is for the gay people that were not in favor of adoption. It was like, I would love to have a baby with you, but I just don't want to adopt. If we can have our own biological baby together, we would do it. And that was a great excuse. It was a great hack. It was, it was their way of making being gay worth it, I guess. And now it's gone. You have to get married and you have to have babies now. Congratulations, you're just like everybody else. What's the point of being gay at this time? Oh yeah, that's right, you are the most uplifted group on the planet who can basically do whatever you want. Well, that's not true. Gay people, that's not 100% true. Trans people, though, if you decide to cut your cock off, oh, forget about it, buddy. You can get away with whatever you want, whenever you want. Excuse me, ma'am, no porn at the bar. Oh, it's okay, I'm transgender. Oh, I, I had no idea. Do whatever you want all the time. And maybe that's the only way the LGBTQRX community can still avoid having the babies if you are dudes. You gotta cut your dicks off. You get rid of those, then I don't think there's any kind of science that can bring that back. So you still have to get married. You can't avoid that one, but maybe you can avoid the maglite and track baton uh, making the goulash. You don't have to have a kid. But for everybody else, if you're not going to slice it off, it looks like you are now screwed. This one comes to us from Breibart.com, who, by the way, Breibart did a story on me years ago, years ago. They're good guys out there. This is before uh, Andrew Breibart actually died, and it looked like he was probably killed. That's a different episode. But ultimately, he was a good guy who believed in what I was doing and other people were doing, and he was giving us a platform. So good, good company, good website. 
The title of the article is Scientists Create Motherless Lab Mice Could Pave the Way for Gay Men to Have Children. And there's a sign, there's like a a gay pride protest rally, and a guy has a sign up, and this kind of made me giggle. It says, Jesus had two dads, and he turned out fine. Now, that's that's a blast for me, but that's just a, it kind of made me giggle for a second, because he had Joseph, who was like his his earthly father, then of course, God is Jesus's heavenly father. Amen. It says, scientists have created mice with no biological mother by turning skin cells from a male mouse into an egg, potentially allowing gay male couples to have biological children. The experiment's results were reported at the third international summit of human genome editing at Francis Crick Institute in London with the times reporting that it could ultimately pave the way for gay men to have children related to both parents overseen by Kashuba Hashihabi of Japan's Kashushi University. The experiment represents a significant advance on similar research conducted in 2018, which produced 12 mice derived solely from male parents who were born with breathing difficulties and did not survive for long. This time, researchers attempted 600 implants and produced just seven mice, but all seven appeared to grow up healthy and now have children of their own. This is the first case of making robust mammal egg cells from male cells, Hashushi said in London. Purely in terms of technology, it will be possible in humans in the next 10 years. This is not just a question for science, he said. It is also a question for society. Hashishi stressed that his main motive for conducting the research was finding applications that could help women with serious infertility issues such as Turner syndrome. However, scientists have not been able to cut females entirely out of the reproductive equation with a surrogate mother being required to carry the all-male embryo. Duh. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what direction science goes in. But if they can get the, the two hockey sticks to come together and make gravy, that gravy still has to go into the oven. And that oven is a woman, a mother, whatever that means, right? What is a woman? That's a great question. I like scented candles. And yeah. I've watched Sex in the City. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how do I know? Yeah, Matt, that question right there, like that question is like when it's asked with a lot of curiosity, right? That's the beginning of a lot of people's like gender identity development journeys. If my mom who gave birth to me is a woman mm-hmm. and my wife is a woman, um, though I haven't asked her. Maybe I should. Um, But if they're all women, and also the boy who sits down with you and says, I I think I'm a girl, actually is one, then then what is a woman? Yeah. Great question. I'm not a woman, so I I can't really answer that. So as much as they want to pretend that that two guys can now have a baby, maybe they can can mix their baby-making batter, and they can make like a, a combo baby of those two, it still has to go inside of a woman, right? Artificial wombs 
might sound more like science fiction than science, but in a recent study in the journal Nature, scientists described an artificial womb for mouse embryos that actually worked. And it could bust the field of developmental biology wide open. Here's the thing about mammals. Typically, their embryos need to grow in a living uterus, and that makes it kind of hard to study their development. We can't just, like, peek our heads in there, see what's going on. And that's kind of a shame, since mammals are the best models for understanding exactly what's going on in pregnant people's bodies. Intel, which could help us prevent and treat conditions that can arise in utero. Now, we might actually be able to watch mammalian development happen in real time, thanks to an experimental setup that can sustain mouse embryos out outside the uterus. This artificial womb consists of clear vials filled with nutrient-rich fluids attached to a rotating wheel. The rotation keeps the embryos from sticking to the walls of the vials, which can interrupt development. These researchers didn't invent this setup from nothing. It's based on previous experiments. But those attempts only managed to sustain the embryos for a day or less. A big factor in this team's success was the ventilation system they designed, which provides oxygen and carbon dioxide to the embryos. With it, the researchers could precisely control the concentration and pressure of these gases, which allowed them to better mimic what fetuses experience in utero. And it worked. Uh-oh. So this isn't good, ladies. This is actually really bad, because if you look at all the, like, Women of the Year awards, they're now going to biological men, quote-unquote trans women. So you're getting replaced across the board. When AI sex robots happen, you're in really, really big trouble because men can win the female awards without you, and now they can make the babies without you. Bullshit. Not good. I'm getting the feeling that God is probably not a fan of this. This is how I set my end times clock. They say, okay, we're going to have this technology within the next 10 years. So that would mean that the end times is probably going to kick off within the next 10 years. I just don't see God letting this come to fruition. I don't see God letting this go the whole way. Like, if they were to say, hey, we literally can now really make transitions happen. Because right now, quote-unquote trans, you cannot transition. You can cut anything off you want. You can get any injections you want. But you're truly not transitioning. You may be appearing in some cases more than others, appearing to be feminine if you were masculine or masculine if you were feminine, but ultimately your gender has not changed. But if they got, if they got to a point in science and they said, hey, we can actually do it. Like you take this shot and everything inside you will truly change and we're going to have this shot developed in the next like 10 days. I'm going to say we got about nine days left of Earth because I don't think God's going to let himself be replaced. I don't think any of this stuff is going to come to fruition. And honestly, I don't know what the feelings are about this. I just have a personal feeling in my heart that God is is not a fan. I'm not against gay people. I, I That's between you and the Lord. I'm not against anybody being themselves as long as you're not hurting someone else. And, and if you love Jesus, then God love you. But I don't see the two salami sticks baking their own lasagna actually being a thing that happens in the future. So, end times clock ticking. Hi-yow! Info Ninja. Design, look at the human body. It's a waste processing plant near a recreation area. How intelligent is that? <laughs> and they say the platypus was an animal designed by committee. Was the human body designed by committee? Was there a group of guys who designed it? Was a guy going, Tom, do you have those designs for the human reproductive system? I do, Ted. Let's show you what we came up with. Normally, with the mammal penis, we have the retractable. We decided to do something different for the, mammal, the male penis for the human. We call it the collapsible. Kind of fun. <laughs> and look at this. Murray came up with the idea of making the covering optional. Thank you, Murray. Way to go. 
When we take the covering off, it's a little sharp, a little pointy. We need something on the top to soften it up. Bob, what was your idea? A mushroom cap. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> we put the mushroom cap on the top, and it's kind of cool because when it's retracted, it looks like a little toadstool. And when it's erect, like a little soldier. Thank you. And Tim put a piece of string up at the top. Thank you, Tim. I guess to tune it. Thank you, Tim. And we run the semen out the top and urine through. We also run urine through there. We call it multitasking or coming and going. <laughs> kind of a fun concept. And initially, we just had the sperm stored inside the penis itself, like a toothpaste tube. <laughs> Gone. So we needed something to store it in and produce it. What was your idea, Carl? Nuts. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> initially, we used walnuts. We've had good luck with those in the past. And uh, the human males are going. We can't sneak up on the females. Like, What do you mean? Listen. <laughs> Got it. Forget the coconuts. Let's try something different. Bob, what was your idea to replace them? Balls. Balls. <laughs> Who doesn't like balls? What fun! Initially, we used three balls, and here's some of the tests with the three balls. They were going everywhere. The male was like playing with the balls, playing with the balls, and we went. We better put those in a bag. So. We decided to make a bag, and the only thing we had lying around was some old turkey neck. I said, "Use it. Let's try it." <laughs>